welcome to the Bible in the News. This is Jonathan Bowen joining you. Democracy, we are led to believe, is a sacred trust. Government for the people, by the people. Yet when we look at the result of democracy, we can see a fundamental flaw. The whole premise is based on the notion that man is basically good. And therefore, when enough people make a decision together, the inherent righteousness of the many will overcome the evil of the few bad apples in the barrel. We were able to put this theory to the test this past weekend. We had the opportunity to visit the United States Holocaust Museum the day before Yom Kippur. It was a moving experience designed to awaken or reawaken awareness about racism and the systematic annihilation of the Jews, along with other ethnic and political groups in Europe. The world is perplexed by fascist movements like Nazism or terrorist regimes like Hamas, yet both of these were voted in democratically. How could democracy fail so miserably in these two circumstances? Well, the Bible gives us insight into the real nature of mankind and informs us the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart, I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways, and according to the fruit of his doings. Jeremiah 17, verses 9 and 10. The words of Jesus Christ also echo these sentiments. From within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within and defile the man. Mark 7, verses 21 to 23. When we think of the brutality of the Assyrians, Babylonians, and the Romans, we see that mankind is capable of unthinkable cruelty, and rightly did God condemn our nature to death. During our visit to the Holocaust Museum, one of the things that caught our eye was the propaganda that was used to dehumanize the intended victims. If people did not look on the Jews, Gypsies, or other targeted groups as humans, but saw them rather as subhuman animals, the systematic deportation and annihilation would be easier. The Nazis used the Jews as the convenient scapegoat to blame all the evils of society on, including the war. In 1943, anti-Jewish posters read, He is guilty for the war. The Jews were, Jews were blamed for everything. They were depicted as insects and the cause of disease. Another poster read, Jews are lice. They cause typhus. One area of the Holocaust Memorial is dedicated to the gypsies called Roma in Europe. Roma are nomadic people scattered all over the world, principally in Europe, and they trace their origins to northern India. According to Encyclopedia Britannica, Roma groups left India in repeated migrations hundreds of years ago. They were in Persia by the 11th century and believed to have reached Southeast Asia by the beginning of the 14th century. The United States Holocaust Museum records, drawing support from many non-Nazi Germans who harbored social prejudice towards Roma, the Nazis judged Roma to be racially inferior. The fate of the Roma, in some ways, parallels that of the Jews. Under the Nazi regime, German authorities subjected Roma to arbitrary internment, forced labor, and mass murder. German authorities murdered tens of thousands of Roma in the German-occupied territories of the Soviet Union and Serbia, and thousands more in the killing centers of Auschwitz, Buchenau, Chelno, Belzec, Sobibor, and Treblinka. 
the SS and police incarcerated Roma in the Bergen-Belsen, Schachhausen, Buchenwald, Dachau, Mauthausen, and Ravensbrück concentration camps, both in the so-called Greater German Reich and in the so-called General Government. German civilian authorities managed several forced labor camps in which they incarcerated Roma. Speaking of the treatment of the gypsies during the Holocaust, Miriam Novditch of the Ghetto Fighters House in Israel stated, The motives invoked to justify the death of the gypsies were the same as those ordering the murder of the Jews, and the methods employed for the one were identical with those employed with the other. A Nazi propaganda poster of the day read, Vagabonds, New Ways of Combating the Gypsy Plague. It was this poster that jarred our minds to attention, especially in light of what is going on in the news. Just this last week, Reuters reported French President Nicolas Sarkozy launched a campaign against the camps of illegal immigrants in the country. France pays for plane tickets to an individual's country of origin and offers those who leave the country voluntarily cash payments of about $420 per adult or $130 per child. However, an internal interior ministry document that came to light last week showed that gypsies were being targeted. It said 300 illegal camps have been cleared within three months, the priority those of the Roma. According to Radio Free Europe, as many as 8,300 Romanian and Bulgarian Roma have been deported from France so far this year. A total of 7,875 had been expelled in 2009. France is not alone. Italy, where close to 150,000 Roma people live, had earlier planned the shutting down of unauthorized camps and deportation of illegal residents. Italy's plan to fingerprint Roma living in the camps had invited strong condemnation by the European Parliament. The Independent reported on September 17th, Italy's conservative premier, Silvio Berlusconi, has given his full support to France's controversial decision to forcibly repatriate thousands of Roma people to Eastern Europe. On the question of the repatriation of the Roma, I support Nicolas Sarkozy, he said. He rebuked EU Justice Commissioner, saying she should have confronted the French government privately instead of making public comments comparing France's expulsion of the Roma with the Nazis' deportation of the Jews. Mr. Berlusconi's comments raised the prospect of an unofficial anti-immigration pact between certain or the center-right leaders of two of the EU's biggest members, even if the German government appeared wary of the Franco-Italian stance. Italy has dismantled and burnt Roman camps throughout the country just like France. However, what is really disturbing is the nonchalance of the Italian public brought to light when two Roma girls, ages 11 and 12, were drowned at a popular beach. The Mail Online reported one eyewitness account. Their bodies were left on the beach for an hour before being collected, just covered by a beach towel while people just got back to sunbathing and playing football. It was very surreal. There was this picture of a typical Italian beach with families enjoying the sun, and then just meters away there were bodies of these two children. People were completely indifferent about what had happened. So how much has changed since the Second World War? Many have begun to liken the mass deportations of the Roma, or gypsies, to that of the Holocaust. This issue is definitely being used to score political points by rival political factions in Europe. A cautioning comparison came from Holocaust survivor Elie Wiesel.
As a former refugee, Mr. Weisel expressed his solidarity with the Roma and called on the French president, Nicolas Sarkozy, to stop the crackdown. But he also said, it is necessary to be careful with the language. These Roma are sent to Romania, to Hungary, and not to Auschwitz. However, we must remember the Holocaust didn't start with mass killing, but the dehumanization, deportation, and internment of subgroups. What is concerning is the reawakening of racism across Europe. Europe may pride itself on being a humanitarian powerhouse, but the face of the real Europe is coming back to the surface. After millennia of church and state-sponsored anti-Semitism and racism, Europe is destined to return to these roots. The Bible likens the society of Europe in the latter days as a beast which is dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. Daniel 7 verse 7. Ezekiel 38 depicts the inner thinking of the nations of Europe led by Russia. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall come to pass, at the same time shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. Thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I will go to them that are rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates, to take a spoil and to take a prey, to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited, and upon the people that are gathered out of the nations, which have gotten cattle and goods and dwell in the midst of the land. Ezekiel 38, verses 10 to 12. The Russo-European invader thinks an evil thought, which, according to Christ, comes from the heart of man. They will come against a people who have been persecuted for millennia, but are now living at peace. They come to take a great spoil or booty. God clearly states, Thou shalt come up against my people of Israel, as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days, in verse 16. God's issue with the Russo-European invaders will be their treatment of his people. We read in Joel 3, verses 1 to 3, Behold, in those days and in that time, when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations, and will bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and will plead or judge them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered amongst the nations and parted my land. They have cast lots for my people, and given a boy for an harlot, and sold a girl for wine that they might drink. Zechariah goes on to describe the invasion in chapter 14, verse 2. He says, I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, the city shall be taken, the houses rifled, the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity. The residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. While following the rape and pillage of the city, and his people... God will intervene and send Jesus Christ to save his people from destruction. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. Zechariah 14, verses 3-6. to so although we are disturbed at what we witness in the news at these times, we should be confident that God will bring about his plan with the earth and save his people. As we watch the nations of Europe reveal their evil thoughts that are really in their minds, reveal the age-old hatred they have harbored for years, see the rise in anti-Semitism and other racially motivated crimes, we must remember that we are drawing nearer to the return of Christ when the Lord will save his people. Tune in next week to another edition of the Bible in the News.